BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we are talking players that you can buy low and get a good deal to help your fantasy team. Let's go! G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast, brought to you by Sports Ethos, uh, formerly known as Hoopball, but uh, they've uh, gone and done a little bit of rebranding, so I would suggest you check out the uh, the fresh new Sport Ethos. Uh, but my name is Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys NBA and on Instagram at Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball. And as always, I've got the guru here, Callum Mack. How are you, mate? I'm doing well, Money Mitch. I'm doing well. Um, as always, we have a classic podcast, Sell High. Um, or is it Buy Low? Sorry. You correct me. What, what are we doing first? <laughs> we're, we're doing Buy Low. The Sell High podcast. Buy low. The Sell High podcast will be coming, but it won't be this podcast. But today we are talking uh, Buy I'm Low. getting too carried away. Getting ahead of yourself. Getting ahead of yourself. But, but we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But today, yes, we are talking Buy Low. Uh, we've done a few different variations of this one. This is the old school classic players to buy low, players to target, go out there and see if you can get up for a cheap price. Uh, we've got about six players that we want to get through today, three from each of us. Uh, I'll start over with you, Callum. It's not muck around. Who's your Who's your first buy low candidate? Um, so my first buy low candidate is a, um, is a Bulls guy. Um, we, we always kind of thought one of these guys would take a hit. It is Nikola Vucevic yes. um, is my first buy low um, firstly, look, he is injured right now. That doesn't help his case either. Um, they're saying it's conditioning. It was a COVID thing. So uh, at least you'd be kind of happy. It, it shouldn't linger. Um, it is one positive point of view. He's obviously been vaccinated, whether that yeah. helps or not is a different story. Um, <laughs> I, I think, I think his stats are kind of due to come up. And the reason I'm saying that is because field goal 39%. Yeah. Um, and he's taking the shots, 14 attempts per game, 39%. It's a small sample size. Yes. Um, he's better than that. He's better in the paint. He's probably got a bit of a, a period where he's got to transition into this new Bulls um, offense with different players. He's obviously going to do better than this, and, and that's what's kind of hurting his ranking. Everything else is still there and pretty solid. His assists have actually been quite good at 4.3. Um, steals and blocks are always kind of that one-on-one. Turnovers yeah. has been great. 
Um, the points you would definitely expect to come up with the field goal. So yes. I, I think he's definitely due for the rest of the season when he's healthy to be more that kind of 18 and 10 um, with the assists and steals as a big man. So I, I think if you can definitely buy low now for a Nikola Vucevic, um, it could pay off if he fits your build. Yeah, 100%. I think I think he's a good buy low target and you might have a little bit of a window here now just to give you guys a peek behind the curtains. We are recording this uh, on a Wednesday night Australia time, which would probably be early Thursday your time. So the... Um, the Wednesday games, sorry, that'd be Wednesday morning, your time. So the Wednesday games haven't occurred yet, and this podcast will probably be released on Thursday. So um, at the moment, he hasn't played any games. At the moment, he's listed as questionable for that game. But I'm anticipating even if his first game back, he's probably going to be, you know, like they're saying conditioning and things like that. I'm not expecting to come out and blow the doors off the, the gym. So you might have a bit of a window to get that buy low offer in. Um, so I do like this one. I I wouldn't be throwing out... I don't know if he's going to be that second-round player that we were hoping him to be. Uh, like we said, we thought that you know maybe it was DeRozan that was going to take the this, this step back. DeRozan has clearly not done that, um, to, to our surprise. Uh, it seems to be a bit more Vucevic, but like you said, that percentage in terms of the field goal is definitely much lower than we uh, anticipated. He's not typically a super strong field goal guy, but he's not this bad, so... I anticipate him to be more of like a top 30, top 35 player rather than the top 20 that we sort of maybe thought. Um, but in saying that, with the fact that he's been injured, patient, uh, sorry, um, managers might be getting impatient uh, and also he hasn't been performing well up until that point, you could probably get him at a bit of a discount by a round or two uh, considering yeah, what, what you would have to give up there. Uh, what, what sort of range would you be willing to sort of try and float out an offer for Vucevic, Cal? Well, I guess I'll say first and foremost that these rankings are kind of based off the current, um, you know, performance ranking, which is 47. Yeah. And, and obviously I think he will outperform that for the rest of the season yeah. um, due to the small sample size and, you know, he's, um, him settling into to, that new offense. To give you a like a totals so, rank, he's ranked 132 based on total games value. So take into account the games he has missed. So sometimes... You know, depending on the, the, the manager, they might be looking at the ranking for the totals or the rankings for the, the per game. I, I usually go off per game value. I think it's more indicative of what you're trying to get him for. Uh, but sometimes people get spooked by that per, uh, sorry, that totals value as well. Yeah, yeah, very correct. And, and that could work to your advantage. Um, but in, ter- in terms of what I would like, I, I think anywhere in the like 30s range, um, I, well, that's where I think it will finish. So yeah. if you could trade someone now that's around the 40 to 50 mark. Yeah. Um, you've jumped 10 spots. I think you, you, for the rest of the season, you're looking pretty good. Um, so that's what I look. Yeah. Let's say around 35. I think you should bump up about 10 rankings or so overall. And, and that could be a, a good net positive for the rest of the season for your team. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree hundred percent. I think that there's no real downside from where he's ranked right now in terms of 47. Uh, look, he might not be like jumping up a huge amount, but you've only really got upwards to go from there. So I think, you're not going to lose anything by trading someone around that value and you've only got sort of something to gain. So I, I would definitely agree. I think that's probably similar to where I would be trying to shoot out. I wouldn't be sending a top 25 player. There's too much risk that Vucevic might not get there. But yeah, if you, if you can get like a 35 to 45, 50 type of range, then then yeah, especially if he suits your needs in terms of rebounds. Um, good. Uh, also, the other thing is his free throw percentage is down um, and the attempts are down as well. So I think that should come back up as well. We know he's a good free throw guy for a big man, so... Uh, another thing that can boost his value further. Let's go on to the next guy. We're sticking with the big man theme. 
My uh, next buy low. Now, this guy is uh, someone who I will emphasize the buy low parts because uh, I do think we, we had him on our bus show, I think. Uh, and I also went on to Josh Lloyd's podcast way back in the preseason. Uh, I, at the time, I was arguing for Ben Simmons over this guy. Obviously, that didn't work out. But there was reasons that I didn't <laughs> like this guy. And it's Christian Wood, who's currently the 182nd ranked player per game in fantasy basketball this year, 158th in totals. Um, I think you can buy very low on this player. He's had a few dud games recently. He looks disinterested, but I still think that he is someone worth having on your roster, and I still think that you can go and get him, especially if you're in a punt free throw percentage team, um, which is dragging his ranking way down. Uh, What are your thoughts on uh, Christian Wood? Yeah, I agree. Um, he, his ranking is definitely affected by the free throw percentage. Yeah. It, it's at 53% at four a game. That's pretty bad. Um, historically, I, I feel like he was always kind of like around that range. Um, I'm hoping maybe if you got him, you're hoping he could uh, look, I, I guess if you have a pump free throw, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. But right now he's, he's hurting you a fair bit. Um, yeah. So in terms of so, some, of that, some people out there, years, were... he put up 63%, 74% the years before. So this is a bit, maybe it's a small sample size, maybe, um, but right now he is hurting you. Yeah. And, and I guess before, and you know, 1920, he was, you know, 75%, that's salvageable last season. It was only 63%. So I guess we kind of knew that was an indication that it wasn't a great free throw shooter, maybe expect it to come up a bit, but this does hurt. Um, the blocks also not being there is yeah. hurting you for a big man. He's really only putting up points and rebounds and, and for a big man also the, the field goal isn't quite there. You see when that to, to beef you up a bit. So overall, it's pretty crazy to be a one seven nine, one seven eight. Sorry, current ranking, uh, pretty pretty bad. If, if I go for a punt three throw strategy, he does jump up to the seventy first ranked player um, yep. over the stats he's put up so far. But I do think I would expect the field goal and the blocks to come up a bit and the free throws. So I think he will finish stronger than this once again. Small sample size, uh, but it, it it is a the best opportunity to buy low on this guy because I think he will. I think he will bounce back a bit. I think he'll bounce back a bit. The only thing that I am uh, putting a flag at, I, like like I said, we had him as a bust at the start of the season, and so far we've been uh, correct. Now that could change, but I am also worried about. The, I was more worried about the down the stretch of the season with Christian Wood. I think that he is potentially not in this team's future plans. This team is really, uh, really fucking bad. They're they're not a good team, and he is kind of like one of their only tradable pieces. He's kind of ruining his value right now uh, on the trade market in the real NBA. So, uh, look, I don't know. I don't know whether they're going to be able to trade him uh, at the trade deadline or something like that. And I think on, an, on another team, maybe he's more motivated and he gets up there. It's hard to tell where his value goes because it depends exactly what team he goes to. So there is a little bit of risk there. But I think if you can float out sort of like a, a top 100 guy or a top... 90 guy or something like that, you might be able to get Christian Wood, who, like we said, uh, he's near 180 ranked. If I would only be doing it if you're in a punt free throw percentage team, though, because it uh, does swing his value wildly. Like you said, the 71st ranked player in that situation. So, look, there's 100 spots of value just based on that one category alone. Uh, and we, we, I sort of, in, in that video with Josh Lloyd, did say that I am treating him like a punt free throw guy. There was the signs last year. It's gotten worse, um, but... Also, his points are down, his threes are down, the blocks are dried up a little bit, the field goal percentage is down as well. Um, so, 
all of those things you might sort of, especially the field goal percentage, I think that, that can come back up. Um, but this team, this team is pretty crap. So, you know, him forcing the shot a little bit more is probably something that we can expect. So maybe it won't reach the heights that it did last year. But, um, yeah, I, I would expect him, especially in a punt free throw percentage team, to be like that top 60, top 50 player in that build. Um, and so you should be valuing him accordingly. Um, but don't obviously don't offer someone at that point. Try to get value on that with with someone who maybe doesn't fit your punt free throw build quite as well. Um, would would be my advice for Christian Wood. Do do you think he does get traded this year, Cal? Yeah, I was I was going to say I think I think you should definitely have him on either trade watch or potentially even shut down potentially similar to Al Horford, just because it, this Rockets team obviously want a high draft pick. They will get a high draft pick. Um, he is young. He kind of fits their timeline, but um, I still wouldn't be surprised if, like, you know, that his play at super safe, he injures a wrist and, you know, has gone for a month and, he, you know, the classic kind of punt strategy because he is one of the best players. And, and right now they are obviously homing in on the number one pick. So, yeah, yeah definitely shut down watch and trade watch. Um, but, yeah, I, I'd actually probably tend towards the shut down watch. It, it's possible. Yeah. You don't like to see it as a fantasy guy, but it is possible. That, that, that is a fair risk that you do have to take into account because I think if he's not traded by the deadline, then that is definitely, uh, that risk increases a lot. Look, they're doing pretty badly even with him playing there anyway, so it's not like he's giving them wins that they don't want or anything like that. So that gives me a little bit more uh, optimism that he won't be shut down, but maybe it's like an injury conservation thing. They're trying to protect an asset, uh, make sure he doesn't get injured at the end of the season when it doesn't mean anything. So, yeah, like the Al Horford situation you said, I could see that. So, again, take that into consideration. There is risk. But if you're giving up like a player who's like 90 to 100 rank, it's not, you're not giving up much. So, um, I think you can definitely try float out a buy low situation there. Because some people are messaging me, do we drop him? And, uh, yeah, I don't think you drop him, especially if you punt free throws. If you're not punt free throws, then maybe you, you do need to trade him. Because I don't think that that category is improving uh, too much more. Uh, anytime soon. Let's go on to the next guy. Uh, it's your your one here, Cal. So who's another buy low candidate? So my next guy was um, Drew Holiday. Um, look, once again, small sample size, especially because he was affected by injury. He has just come back. Um, I guess he had a bit on and off, but yeah, look, his stats have been pretty bad. Um, overall, right now, ranked 123. Yeah. Um, he was preseason ranked at 41st. He's always been a pretty rock solid guy in terms of um, nothing really screams at you, but he'll give you like your 18 points. He'll give you like five rebounds, you know, six assists. Steals have always been okay. Yeah. He's always just been that contributor kind of build. And and right now, his efficiency is just really, really low. He's well getting 39% from the yeah. field. Uh, he's getting 65% from free throw, um, which isn't helping either. So th- that is the, the main cause and effect of why he is ranked at one, two, three. Yeah. Um, do I think he's going to be a 41st uh, ranked player? I think he could definitely bounce back. 100% he could bounce back. He's going to be 41st. Maybe yeah. that was a little bit high. Maybe he's a bit on the decline, but um, like his steals have been good. The assist is still it's somewhat still there. there. Um, yeah. I, I think still... the usage is there. He's averaging about 14 shots a game. Yeah. So or, or everything to me points that he will have a bit of a comeback here. And, and if you can, even if you just trade someone in the value of, uh, you know, 60, 70, 80 range, I probably still think you're going to, 
get some positivity over the course of the season. Yeah, I, I'm not worried about Drew Holiday really at all. I think, like you said, there's a lot of things that are still there. Steals are still excellent. He's he's still getting the threes. The the rebounds for a guard is okay. Um, the usage, like you said, is still there. Assists are, are still solid where he typically is. But yeah, like you said, he's normally a very efficient guard. He's actually someone that normally is sort of a net positive in terms of that field goal percentage, um, closer to that like high 40s in terms of field goal percentage. Um, and, and also the free throw percentage is down. He's never been the best free throw percent shooter, but he's not this bad. Um, and he's not necessarily someone that obviously you don't need to punt free throw percentage to to have him on your roster. So um, yeah, I definitely think that I would be, I still would consider him a top 50 player personally. I think that those percentages will correct themselves. They've had a lot of blowout games as well where they haven't really had to do too much. He's had lower minutes as a result. I think the last game against Orlando, he only played 23 minutes. That's just because they were smacking him around and he just basically got to sit uh, that that you know second half pretty much uh, because they were just dominating that team. So I think this team is going to continue to play well. Um, so there might be some of those, but in saying that, his efficiency is something that I definitely expect to come back. Um, and just be patient. If you do have him, but like you said, I think he is a he's a great buy low. So I would be yeah, like I said, anyone like sixty, rank sixty, rank seventy. If you can float them out, uh, and and you you might pick yourself up twenty thirty spots of value. Um, all right, let's move on to the next guy, his teammates, uh, and another Chris. Chris Middleton is going to be our next buy low candidate. Another person, again, bit interrupted with injuries. Um, I think was it COVID or something like that as well. I can't quite remember, but he's been in and out. He's worked his way back in the last um, four games, only putting up you know 17.7 points a game. Uh, the field goal percentage is lower than we would expect, but everything else looks pretty solid. It's just the points are down. Uh, the field goal percentage is down a bit at the 69th ranked player uh, per game and 166th on total value. Uh, I would be viewing him as sort of like that. Stock standard, Chris Middleton, safe, top 45 player. Um, and I think that he is someone you could definitely probably get with a bit of a bargain. Maybe not as much of a bargain as a Drew Holiday because he, his stats don't jump out of you, you know, in terms of huge negatives like the field percentage on Drew. But um, you, you still probably could get some value for, for Chris Middleton because people find him boring anyway. And he, he is pretty stock standard if you float out sort of maybe a young up-and-coming guy who's playing well at the moment. Uh, stay tuned for our sell-high videos. You might be able to get uh, a good deal. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Right now, currently ranked at 68th, preseason 37. Um, if you look at like every single category, field goals down, uh, free throws down, rebounds, assists, turnovers are up from last season. Yep. Like The only thing he's actually doing better in is steals. That's yep. the only thing. Outside of that, everything's just kind of down from last season. So just that's down why a he is bit. where he is. Yeah. And, and because that is that consistency, you would expect it to come up. He hasn't really had any huge games yet either. He, he had the injury, um, whether that was COVID or whatever it was. Um, he, he definitely is one of those guys due for a bit of a bounce back. Um, obviously, I think these wall monkey bucks will start to roll soon. They, they were kind of bit real bad with the injury bug. They had um, their starting center, go get down, um, that Middleton go down, that Drew Holiday, missed a lot yeah, of games. Yeah, they've had a lot it's of really injuries. just been Giannis trying to carry the ship. I, I would be um, definitely, I think that, They've got that kind of, you know, we had the champs five at some point during the season. Yeah. That's definitely something that hits. Maybe maybe it's December or whatever, but I, I would expect they'll, they'll start um, clicking Chris Middleton to definitely bounce back. Yeah, they'll, they'll start clicking a gear. I'm not worried about those Bucks guys at all. So if you can get them, yeah, at just a little bit of a discount, I definitely would. I know I have tried in our league. Uh, doesn't doesn't work as well. So Dylan, if you're listening, uh, I'm still keen on that, uh, that Chris Middleton trade. So let's make it happen, man. Let's make it happen. All right, let's go on to the next buy low candidate. Who have you got for us, Cal? 
So my next buy low guy is Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Um, I think this is a pretty pretty obvious one in terms of his current rank. Thirty four was preseason. Yeah. One five three is what he is right now. It's one hundred and twenty ranks. He has fallen. Pretty pretty wild to think. Even when someone's putting up twenty one points a game, you know, yeah. six and a half rebounds, four and a half assists. It's really just everything else. You got four categories there that are essentially punting. Field goal has been really bad. He's shooting nineteen attempts per game and is only shooting about forty one and a half percent. So it's that, that that's really really kind of hurting you. Um, steals point two, which Terrible. is almost like that. Literally, is nothing. Yeah, blocks. I guess he's never going to attribute to really. And then his turnovers is pretty hard. About four a game. So there's a lot of negatives there, and that's why he is where he is. Yeah. Um, but if you can buy low, this guy. Um, if, if he fits your build, if, if you need the, if you can afford to punt, say a field goal, I think he's definitely worth getting. Yeah. Um, if you're, I mean, usually low guys don't care about turnovers. If you punt the field goal turnovers, that's a pretty common build. Um, he's a great fit. He, he he could definitely be worthwhile. And and I think the whole Zion stakes. Um, I'm not too sure what's going on there, but for now, this really is his team. And and even when Zion comes back, um, he was kind of performing well beside him as that number two banana. So I think Brandon Ingram. If he fits your build, once again, I think it's a good buy, buy low target. Yeah, I think I think you touched on the Zion thing as well. I think a lot of people got very excited as well with Brandon Ingram in the preseason because when we heard about this foot injury with Zion Williamson, people were like, oh, okay, Brandon Ingram, he's going to be putting, he's, you know, he's going to be the man. It's going to be his team. And so people were expecting a really big season from Brandon Ingram, and he's obviously gone the opposite direction. So a lot of people will be feeling very deflated on Brandon Ingram. His last few games, he's been, uh, you know, his last game he put up nine points. Like that's that's pretty awful, shooting fifteen percent, uh, twelve point game before that, 17 point per game before that, all under 40% shooting in those last three. So he's he's really ice cold at the moment. Um, and like you said, the steals and blocks are never really going to be there. I think the, the turnovers will will drop a little bit and the field goal percentage will actually increase. Um, but I'll also note that he's a power forward eligible player on Yahoo. Um, and if you're in a punt uh, field goal percentage or punt big man build where you're punting four categories, that's uh, super valuable. So you can grab him. He can be your power forward, but still give you the high points, the high threes, the great free throw percentage, the decent assists from a, um, a power forward position as well. So um, that to me boosts him up even a little bit higher in a build like that, in a build that I'm trying to run in, in our home league. So uh, those little things are little tiebreakers for me. So uh, for example, I would happily you know, trade someone maybe close to his value for him to get that power forward eligibility kind of player on my team. But uh, yeah, it, the, the stats don't look too bad in terms of just the raw numbers. But when you dig a little deeper, um, just be aware of those negatives and, and you will have to uh, sort of look after those defensive stats if that's something you, you do care about. But I'm not too worried about Zion coming back. You could maybe throw that in as a bit of a spin when you're trying to work your trade negotiations. Oh, Zion's coming back. He's only going to get worse. This is like, you know, he, he can't handle it. That The New Orleans, they're, they're <laughs> trash. The coach doesn't know what he's doing. So uh, I think he's going to be fine when Zion comes back. He might even improve his efficiency when he's not asked to do so much. So um, I wouldn't worry too much about that. And, and just more, more fuel to the fire when you're making these trade requests. It's all about that spin, baby. Let's go on to the last buy low guy, and we are talking about Wendell Carter Jr. Now, I just want to preface this one by saying that in our 10-team league, Wendell Carter Jr. was literally dropped today. So just to give you an idea of how some people are valuing this guy, he look, he's the 103rd ranked player, so his ranking is actually not too bad. He was only the preseason rank of 100, but... 
it's just the numbers recently in the last couple of weeks he's been he's been off a little bit. So in the last two weeks he's the 186th ranked player, averaging under 10 points a game. The blocks have dropped right back down. The free throw percentage is way back as well. Um, I'm expecting him still to be around that 100 rank, around that 90 to 100 rank. Um, and I think he's going to be fine. So I think he should be rostered on every single league. Uh, but throw out your worst player because um, people might be panicking on this guy and worried about Mo Bamba and things like that. I, I think he's going to be fine. So if you need rebounds, you need field goal percentage. He's decent uh, with some assists from the big man position as well. I think the blocks are going to come back up as well. So he's just a solid dude that I would be happy to throw my worst player on and, and, and pick him up. Yeah, look, um, I 100% agree. I think he still is worth owning. Um, him and Mo Bamba are battling out there. Um, at this point, Mo Bamba is winning. He is on one of my fantasy teams. Uh, he's one of my favorite players right now to watch. They're playing together, uh, yeah, though. Look, they, they are playing together. Like They're, they're on the court they together. Are. They, they, look, they're sharing the court. Um, they can get threes. He can get the three for a big man field goal. You Look, you want it to be better. Um, I mean, the assists can be nice too. Look, there's some positives there. In terms of his preseason rank 100, I guess maybe that is where he's going to settle in. Yeah. Um, he's got a ceiling to go a bit higher. I think it's more based on the blocks. He he really needs to get more blocks, which we haven't seen from yet this season um, very much. But um, I, I look, I did draft him in some other mock drafts. I was pretty high on this guy before the season. And and there are definitely some positive takes there, like you touched on. Yeah, like I said, he's not he's not obviously at the heights of some of these other guys, but I think that if you can throw your worst player out there, like I said, he was dropped in our ten team league uh, today. He was dropped over players like uh, this. This team had like not to not to call out uh, this this manager of this team, but you know he had players like Lou Dort on his team and and other players like that sort of level that I definitely would have been dropping over uh, a Wendell Carter uh, if it was my team. And so I think uh, I think there's a lot of that. That sort of summarizes what I think the general perception is of Wendell Carter Jr. out there, and I think it should be higher. He should definitely. I think he's he's right around that top 100 kind of value, which is you know you know pretty good in a, in a 12 team league fantasy uh, fantasy basketball team. So. Uh, all right, that'll do it for us today, guys. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the content, please give this video a big thumbs up. If you're listening over on Apple iTunes, uh, make sure you give ourselves a five-star rating. We are trying to get to 30 reviews. As soon as we get to 30 reviews, we're going to be doing a Q&A podcast. Uh, we'll be answering all your questions live, or not live, but on the podcast and putting it out on YouTube, putting it out as a podcast version. So head on over to uh, our show on the Apple Podcast section or on iTunes and make sure you say something nice, say something funny if you want. We'll, if it's really funny, we might read it out on the podcast if you, if you make us laugh, um, but head over there and do that. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you guys uh, have any questions, put them down in the comment section below on YouTube and we will see you guys next time. Laters.